Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I am bringing you today's word for November 18, 2019. I'm teaching a series entitled Grace and Truth. This is part 51 of the overall series. So we've already covered this for 10 weeks. Uh, I still have much more to say about this. I trust that this series has been a blessing to you. I'm talking, the title of today's message is Faith in a Spoken Word from God. Faith in a Spoken Word word from God. I'm talking about levels of faith. And, and so let's get into, into it so you can see what I'm talking about. So the foundational scriptures are John 1 and 14, John 1 and 17. In John 1 and 14, the Bible says that the word Jesus became flesh. He, he dwelt among us. We were able to behold his glory. It was the glory of the only begotten of the father who came from the father full of grace and truth. In verse 17, the Bible says that the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. The law was given on tablets of stone but when, when it was time for grace and truth, grace came in the form of a person and his name is Jesus. So we studied the differences between li living by the law or living by rules or living by grace led of the Holy Spirit. So we studied Galatians 3, 4, and 5. In Galatians 5, we got to the fruit of the Holy Spirit and that's where I've been stuck for a little while. So Galatians 5, verses 22 and 23, the Bible says about the fruit of the Holy Spirit. It says, but the fruit that is produced by the Holy Spirit who lives in, on the inside of you is divine love. It is love. The fruit of the Holy Spirit is love, and there are various expressions of God's love. Here are eight expressions. Joy that overflows, peace that subdues, patience that endures, kindness in action, a life full of virtue, faith that prevails, gentleness of heart, and strength of spirit. Never set the law or your attention on the law above these qualities because these qualities are limitless. So when I got to faith that prevails, I kind of got stuck there for a while and I've been teaching on faith, 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 and how we need the Holy Spirit to live by faith. And so even faith is a fruit of the Holy Spirit. And in Romans 12 and three, we learned that God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. So you have the faith that you need to live a life that is pleasing in God's sight. But I talked about levels of faith. Four levels that I talked about are, number one, faith in the works or what you see. Number two, faith in the word or what you read. Number three, faith in a rhema word or what you hear, which is what I'll deal with today. And then number four, faith in God, just faith in the person of God. So we've dealt with the first two of these. I'm dealing with the third one today. What does this mean to you today on this Monday morning as we seek to set the tone for the whole week? What does it mean to live by what God is saying? What does it mean to, to live by a rhema word or a spoken word from God? What does that mean? Well, I have seven things to share with you. And as I get into these seven, I ask you now to rid yourself of all distractions and hear what God is saying for you for this Monday morning so we can set the tone for the whole week. Seven thin things. Number one, here we go. The word rhema is a Greek word that means utterance or a thing said. So when you read the word of God, you get to exercise your faith or believe what God said in the past, right? But when you hear a word from God through the Holy Spirit, now you have an opportunity to exercise faith in what God is saying to you in the present. Now, living off of what God said or by what God said in the past, that's good. But living by what God is saying to you in the present, that is much better. And we're supposed to live that way. Number two, Jesus was the word in the flesh. But even Jesus studied the scriptures. So I'm not devaluing the word of God, the written word, the 66 books of the Bible at all. Jesus read the Bible. Jesus read the word. This helps us to see how important it is to read the word of God. We need to know what God said, past tense. But to be clear, Jesus did not live by what he read in the Bible. 
<laughs> let me say that again and let me explain. To be clear, Jesus did not live by what he read in the Bible. He never got up and said, hey guys, today we're going to stand on, on you know, Leviticus 12 and 13. Hey, hey buddies, hey, come over here. Let me tell you something. Today, we're going to release our faith for what Isaiah said. No, he never did any of that. Jesus didn't live by what he read. Jesus lived by what he heard. He was hearing from God through the Holy Spirit on a daily basis. Jesus did not live by what he read or read what God said in the past. Jesus lived by what God was saying to him in the present. And you and I were supposed to live the same way. The Father gave us the same Holy Spirit that Jesus had so that we could be connected to him spirit to spirit directly so that we can hear from heaven. Number three, Jesus is our example. And Jesus received his orders from headquarters on a daily basis. Headquarters is heaven. So he received his orders from heaven on a daily basis. And then he went out and did whatever he heard the father say or whatever he saw the father do through the Holy Spirit. And that's how we're supposed to live. Number four, the Holy Spirit is the key to hearing from God. The Holy Spirit is the author of the Bible. So when you read the Bible, when you read what God said, the Holy Spirit will explain it to you because he's the author. And further and more importantly, when you're reading the Bible and you're seeing what God said in the past, the Holy Spirit will then tell you what God is saying to you in the present based on what he said in the past. And this type of revelation is critical to becoming the man, the woman that you were born to be. I'll deal a little bit more with that on my last point. Number five, the scriptures are the will of God documented? Let me say it this way. The word of God is the will of God on paper. People say, I want to know the will of God. Well, read the word of God. The word of God is the will of God on paper. I love the word. I love the word probably more than most people. However, uh, I know that we can't just live by what we read in the Bible. We have to read the word of God with an expectation to hear the voice of God. Living only off of what God said is going to leave you limited. You have to know what God is saying to you right now. See, we live our lives out, you and I, we live our lives out in times and seasons, levels and stages. And you need to be able to hear from God so you can know what to do in each time and season and level and stage of your life. This is how Jesus lived. This is how he led the disciples. This is how he performed ministry. This is the way that we're supposed to live. I'll give you an example. One morning, after making countless trips between his ministry headquarters in Capernaum and the Jewish, Jewish religious headquarters in Jerusalem. So here was Capernaum, here was Jerusalem. And so he made this trip back and forth with his disciples countless times. And every time that they went, the, the Jews were so opposed to the Samaritans and they had no dealings with the Samaritans that literally they kind of crossed this river, went down, crossed the river back to get to Jerusalem. And they always did this. They went around Samaria every time. Every time, every time. And one morning Jesus gets up, he prays, he gets his orders from headquarters and he comes back and he says, hey guys, we have to go through Samaria today. And the, and the, the disciples didn't like that idea. They was like, yo, Jesus, what are you talking about? First of all, we never travel that way. Second of all, we have nothing to do with the Samaritans. You know, it was like, no, Jews and Samaritans, we don't mix. But since he received his orders from headquarters, he heard from God that he had a divine appointment with a woman at the well, right? Now, watch this. 
He didn't get that from the Bible. That, that's, that was not written in the Bible. Go to Samaria on this particular day. No, he heard that from the Father through the Holy Spirit. And I can give you countless examples where Jesus did that and other people did that. And we have to live that way. We're supposed to be led of the Holy Spirit every second of every day. God gave you his spirit so that you could be led. And when you are led of God to do something, when God gives you a promise, Oh, when God speaks to you while you're praying or reading the word or through someone else, then that word has to be just as real to you as the written word from God. You have to be, you have to believe what God spoke over your life and it has to be just as real to you as what you see in the Bible. You are positioned once you hear from God to exercise faith in what you heard, not just faith in what you read. Number six, Jesus is, is, not the only example. I just gave you uh, an example of Jesus kind of living off of a rhema word, but he's not the only example. And I, I'm convinced that a lot of believers don't realize that, especially people in the Old Testament, they were not living by the written word of God. Matter of fact, most of them didn't have access to the written word, or in some cases, it wasn't even written yet. So so I don't think people realize that when, when we know, when we preach and we declare that such and such stood on a word from God, that was not a written word. That was a spoken word. Let me give you some examples. We know that Abraham, Abraham was, was told by God to leave Ur of the Chaldeans. God spoke to him in Genesis 12 and 2, said, I'm going to bless you. I'm going to make your name great. Uh, uh, I'm going to bless those that bless you, curse those that curse you. Through you shall all the families of the earth be blessed. He exercised faith in what he heard. He's the father of faith. And he believed God that he would be a father of many nations. And we preach that he stood on a word from God for 25 years. But guess what? He was not standing on a written word from the Bible. He was standing on a spoken word from God. Gideon got one word from God, a spoken word, and it converted him from a coward into a champion. David got a word from God through the prophet. He was 17 years old when he got the word of God. And he had to stand on that word for 20 years. He was 30 years old when he first became a king over a portion of his uh, of the kingdom. But then he became the king over Israel, the whole nation, all 12 tribes, 20 years after he got that promise from the father. He stood on that because he got a promise through the prophet. Uh, let me give you another example. Uh, Joseph. Joseph got a word from God while he was sleeping. He got a dream and he believed that dream and he had to believe God for 20 years for that dream to come to pass. And that dream came to pass and it wasn't that he could point to Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, or Deuteronomy. No, he got that in a dream and he stood on that and it was a word from God and he refused to allow what God said to go away. He exercised faith. Even when he was in the pit phase, he was believing God. When he was in the Potiphar phase, he was believing God. When he was in the prison phase, he was believing God until he got to the palace phase, until, until the word of God became flesh and, and manifested 20 years later, but he believed God and it was a word that he got in a dream. He didn't have the 66 books of the Bible to read. My point is that Abraham, Gideon, David, Joseph, and many others received a word from God and they stood on that word and they believed God and they exercised faith in what they heard. This is faith in a rhema. This is faith in a spoken word. And in every case, God came through, even if it took decades and you are called and commanded to live the same way. God is going to come through in your life, even if it takes decades, but you have to believe God. Number seven. And finally, in closing, I will say that you can live a good life. Look at me. Let me just say this as I close. You, if all you do is read the Bible and you never hear from God through the Holy Spirit and you can say, I don't, I've never heard from God. God doesn't speak to me. I don't know. I, 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 I can't hear. I, I don't hear. I know the Bible says 
that we are his sheep and his sheep hear his voice, but I've never heard from God. God, God doesn't speak to me. I don't, I, I don't know how to hear from God. Then for, you, you got to spend time with the Holy Spirit to get to know his voice. But let me say this. If you just live by the Bible and you say, I have never heard from God, nor is that really my focus. I'm just going to live by what God said in the written word. That's fine. You can live a good life by living off of the 66 books of the Bible, but you will never, I'm going to just be honest with you. You will never maximize your divine assignment. You can never become fully the man, the woman that God called you to be if you're not hearing from God. Because the Holy Spirit is going to tell you things that are not in the Bible. And so the Holy Spirit will speak to you. And there are things that are not in the Bible that you need to hear to become the man, the woman that God called you to be. So my prayer is that you hear from God and that you exercise faith in what you heard. Let's close this message out on this Monday morning to set the tone for the whole week. I want you to lift up your voice and speak over your life. Say this, say, Father, you have given me your word and I love it. I read your word daily. I meditate and I medicate on your word day and night. Your word is the ruler by which I judge my decisions. However, I am not limited to your written word alone. You speak to me while I read your written word and you speak to me throughout the day. You speak to me through situations, through people, directly through the Holy Spirit, through dreams and visions, and in many other ways. When you give me a spoken word, I receive it in my heart. And it is just as real to me, just as powerful as your written word. I stand on your promises with unwavering faith. I know that every word you have ever spoken over me shall come to pass. You said it and you will perform it. You promised it and you will make it good. I live by faith in what I read and in what I hear, in what you said and in what you are saying. I declare this by faith in Jesus name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org and sign up and get the messages. They're going to be a blessing to you. Listen, Head into this day with your heart open, you know, attuned to the Holy Spirit. Listen to the Holy Spirit. He will speak to you throughout the day. You have to be listening so that you can hear from the Holy Spirit. Always be in a, in a posture of prayer. You could be going into a meeting, into a conversation, doing an activity, but you could still be in a posture of prayer. Maintain a prayer posture so you can hear from God on a daily basis and then exercise faith and what you hear. I love you. God loves you. Do me a favor. Share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline, and with your friends. Head into this day knowing that the Lord will speak to you. The question is, are you listening? I pray that you do. God bless you.